Do you use your relationship as a spiritual practice? This is Love Smarter, the show for women who want extraordinary love and aren't afraid to learn for it. Here's your host, Lori Ann King. Hey, hey, hey. On today's episode, we are talking about how to use your relationship as a spiritual practice. I'm going to be teaching you what the heck that means, why you might want to consider it, and four strategies to get you started. So let's dive into it. What does it mean to use your relationship as a spiritual practice? Now, I'm not talking about namastes and saying prayers to Jesus, although those things might be part of your spiritual practice. What it means to me to use a relationship as a spiritual practice means to use your relationship for growth. Use it as something that fuels your own self-discovery, self-exploration, and self-healing. If you don't have any spiritual beliefs, then you might just call it a relationship as a growth practice. Our romantic relationships are one of the most powerful avenues we have for growth. Why? Because the depth of those relationships really gets to the core of our being. And it highlights another aspect. In the desire for romance, many people believe that what fuels that desire is actually our desire for a spiritual union with a higher power. In our mortal human bodies, the closest we get to that on earth is union with another human. Romantic love. Romantic love is so powerful and so tender, and that's why it's such a powerful avenue for self-growth and self-discovery. It can really, really stir up your stuff. Now, I believe that relationships are a gift from spirit or a gift from the universe or from God or Allah or whatever it is that you believe in, a gift from a higher power. I personally don't think that they're random. I believe that we attract and find partners who have spiritual value to us. They have some kind of growth value to offer us. And then it's our job to find and discover the spiritual lessons in the relationship. So why might you want to consider using your relationship as a spiritual practice or a growth practice? If you're willing to look at your own behavior and your own growth in your relationship, the odds of it being successful increase astronomically. You've probably heard the statistic that one out of every two marriages ends in divorce. In the state of California, where I live, it's two out of every three marriages ends in divorce. Those are not good odds. Now, unfortunately, it gets even worse. Of the marriages that last, statistics place somewhere between 10 to 17% of those people reporting being in a happy marriage. 10 to 17%. Oof, those are not good odds. So when I got engaged, I looked up the stats, and they were not good. So I had a little freakout. Yes, I loved my fiancé and now husband very much. But what about all those other couples who didn't make it into that 10 to 17%? They must have loved their partner just the same, or at least similar to what I was feeling. Clearly, love alone wasn't enough. And that's when I became obsessed with learning about what those 10 to 17% of people in happy long-term marriages were doing differently from everyone else. 
And this is where growth comes in. Being willing to grow through your relationship is such an important part of being able to make your relationship work and last. We are dynamic, we change over the course of our life, and so does our partner. The thing that gives me so much confidence in my marriage is knowing that we won't just get through it. We will grow through it. Whatever comes our way, we will learn how to use that as fuel for our growth. I'm I'm sure that life has things in store for me that I can't predict right now. All I can do is just keep growing. So here are four ways to turn your relationship into a spiritual practice. Number one, see the mirrors. Everything that's happening in life, everything your partner does or doesn't do, is reflecting back to you aspects of yourself. Be willing to look at the reflection of the mirrors around you. And remember that anytime you point a finger, there are three fingers pointing back at you. Using your relationship as a spiritual practice means being willing to look at your behavior, your role in the situation, and to learn from the reflections of what's being pointed back at you. Number two, find the lesson. If you continue to experience similar situations over and over and over again, then it probably means there's a lesson that the universe or God or whatever you believe is trying to teach you, and you haven't quite gotten it yet. This could show up in a lot of different ways. For me, for a long time, I just dated the same guy over and over again. He, sure, he had a different face, but he was basically the same guy. There was a spiritual lesson that I needed to get about how to hold boundaries for myself, about how to have respect for myself, and to hold and maintain to the caliber that I wanted to be treated. So what keeps showing up in your life over and over again? What is the lesson in that? Find the lesson, learn the lesson, and take a new action, and you'll see that that problem will stop continuing. And you will see that that situation will stop repeating itself. Number three, take 100% responsibility. You could have any kind of relationship to the word responsible. You might think of responsible as the same thing like blame or like a burden or fault. That's not what I mean. What I'm talking about is being 100% response-able. That means you are able to respond in any situation. You are never the victim of your circumstance. Being 100% responsible means being willing to look at your role in the situation. It also means being willing to take a new action to create a new result. So if you find yourself in a situation that you don't want to be in, first reflect. What can you be responsible for? Where have you not communicated clearly? Or where have you let your boundaries be crossed? Then take a new action. Be response-able and take a new action to create the kind of result you want. Number four, ask for a little grace. When you find yourself in those moments when you don't know the right answer, ask for help. Ask whatever it is that you believe put you here on this earth. Ask your own soul. Ask whatever higher power you subscribe to for a little help. Ask for strength when you feel weak. Ask for clarity when you feel confused. 
and ask for faith when you feel doubtful. Allow the divine to support you and be open and listening for its response. So to recap, turning your relationship into a spiritual practice is something I highly recommend. Growing, it's not always easy. It's not always comfortable. In fact, most of the time, it's not at all comfortable. One of my teachers said, if you want to do it, it's not growth. It won't always be fun, and you definitely won't always want to do it. But what is the alternative to growth? To stagnate? To settle? To become resigned? To give up? To blame the other person and then go repeat the same patterns over and over again with someone else? Growth is inevitable. In the moments when I feel tired, stuck, confused, or like I want to give up, I remind myself, just keep growing. All right, that's all for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I will catch you next time. And until then, love smarter. Hey, did you like this episode? Then you will love my upcoming live online class. You'll leave with insights that improve your love life immediately. Plus, you'll have the chance to ask me anything. This class is completely free and it always fills up quickly. So head on over to laking.tv slash free class to register right now. See you in class.